Hey, this is James McCoy. Welcome to the JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast, where you will hear the latest news in wrestling and sports. Nothing here is off limits. So let's get started. So t- today on this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about a few things. Number one, I want to talk about Draymond Green, the Golden State Warriors, and what Draymond Green did last night to a female official during an NBA game. So I will hit on that. We will also hit on Ron Smackdown recaps also tonight. And we will also hit on the MLB. One week from now, catchers and pitchers report. And we still have some free agents out there that haven't been signed yet. So the question becomes, will they be signed during spring training? How long will this continue that these guys don't get signed? And why is it happening? So first thing I want to talk about is Draymond Green. Golden State Warriors last night. The Warriors got handled by the Oklahoma City Thunder. But that's not even part of it. Draymond Green, at halftime, or just before halftime, got into an argument with a female official. Now, Draymond Green had a bloody mouth. I, I could understand his complaint. I could understand his gripe. You know, saying, hey, listen, this guy got me with an elbow. Look at my mouth. It's all bloody. I'm okay with a guy stating his case. But I'm not okay when a guy gets up in a female official space and he's treating her like a guy. I'm not okay with that. Females, just because you want females to officiate, it doesn't mean that you as a player have to treat them like they're a man. So you get up in her face, she asks you politely several times to please get out of her face. So she finally gets away from you, so you're out of her face. But that doesn't stop, right? You continue pleading your case. Then you start... Then you just you get a freaking full head of steam. And you start, you know, barging over there. Like you're a guy going after somebody. And you call her... And please excuse my language here. By, but by reading, your, by reading your lips, you called her a fucking bitch. A fucking bitch. Is it really that bad, Draymond, that you had to use a gender slur? And for anyone that doesn't know what that is, that's when you're referencing a certain gender and you're calling them something you know you shouldn't. So you call her the F and B word. And for what? Because she wouldn't take your side? Because you were upset that you got elbowed in the mouth? Well, guess what? The NBA can be a physical game. You should always treat the officials with respect. And I'm not saying that officials are perfect. There's been times that officials have done wrong things, like getting up into the face of players as well. Officials aren't perfect. This female official? I don't think it's been in the NBA that long. This may be your first, second, third year. Either way. She is a female who is paid to do a job and she's doing it to the best of her abilities and you get up in her face and you call her an effing bitch Draymond Green you have anger issues my friend whether it's towards guys or whether it's towards women the relationship between players and officials have gone downhill big time whether you want to blame the officials for showing up the players and Or you want to talk about the players complaining about every little thing. But what's not okay is to attack a woman, get up in her face, and treat her like she's a guy. 
I mean, yeah, Draymond Green, you're you're the same guy who hit a five foot nine guy that went to Michigan State at a restaurant up in Michigan, and you're what six three, Draymond? You like to pick on people smaller than you, and you obviously like to pick on women, get up in their face. So let me tell you something. That, my friend, is a very, very bad image to have. Very bad image. Draymond Green should be suspended. He should be suspended 10 games. Yeah, that's right, 10 games. That's harsh. It may be harsh to you guys. I don't care. 10 games. That shit can't be tolerated. All right, guys, wrapping up this segment. Be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am back, and we are moving on to the second segment. We're going to talk about some MLB news. So we're one week away from pitchers and catchers reporting, and we still have a, quite a few players who have remained unsigned. Um, I guess the question is, why is that? You know, in years past, you know, we've seen the free agent market, boom. Players signing with different teams, you know, teams spending a lot of money. So I guess my question is, what is behind the lackluster free agent market this year? You've got some guys out there who are good names. You have Jake Arrieta. I still think he goes back to the Cubs. Um, you have J.D. Martinez, who came from Cleveland to Arizona on a trade last year, who's a free agent. Boston looks to be the premier landing spot for him. You got you Darvish, who was a Dodger, who came from the Rangers in a trade last summer. So those are three main guys right there who remain unsigned. Todd Frazier just signed with the Mets two years, $14 million. So he got signed. Todd Frazier's worth a lot more money than that, by the way. So why haven't Arietta? Why hasn't Hosmer from Kansas City, who's still looking for seven years, which I don't think he'll get now that I think more about it? Arietta and Darvish. So you got those four guys. Put those four guys together, that's a square. You got a square. That's your square for free agents this offseason. And they've yet to be signed. Is it because they're demanding too much money? Is it because the owners don't want to spend very much money? Is it a combination of both? Is it tanking? Are they saving their money for the free agent class at the end of 2018? Bryce Harper's going to be out there. Manny Machado's going to be out there. I believe Clayton Kershaw, I think is out there. I'll have to look. But you're going to have a big free agent class in 2018. Is that why they're saving their money? They don't want to be tied down to, you know, lucrative contracts, ridiculous contracts, bad contracts? Because they're getting ready to save that sort of nonsense for 2018. Whatever the reason is, it's unfair to these guys who have worked hard to become free agents who have worked hard at their craft, to hone their craft, to be the best players they can be. And these guys are good players. J.D. Martinez, great player. Hugh Darvish, after his World Series blunder. But he's still a good pitcher when he's healthy. And he seems to be healthy now. Jake Arrieta, great pitcher for the Cubs. World Series champion. So you bring him on to to whoever signs him, you're bringing on a World Series champion. 
a guide that can help your rotation. Either way, it's a disgrace to these guys who have worked so hard to earn great money playing a game they love. For the owners to not pay, for the owners to tank, again, it's a disgrace. These guys deserve better. They deserve a hell of a lot better than what they're getting. I hope Arietta goes back to the Cubs. I think he won't get what he wants, but I think the Cubs will meet him in the middle. And I think the Cubs could probably load up that contract just a little bit to give Arietta more money in the first couple years. I predict he goes back to he goes back to the Cubs for about four years, $150 million. I think you Darvish will go to the Yankees. I think he'll get three years and you know, maybe $75 million. Again, these are just predictions. I don't know. I think Eric Hosmer goes back to Kansas City. He'll probably get somewhere between five and six years, probably $150 million. I think they've already made a formal offer to him more than Kansas City's ever paid anybody. J.D. Martinez is the tricky one. Will Arizona bump up their price a little bit to keep him in that lineup with Goldschmidt? I think they need to. I think since Boston's low-balling Martinez, this is Arizona's chance to swipe in and take him. And I think he goes back to Arizona. I, I think these four guys who was looking to go different places will all remain with their teams. But I'll give J.D. Martinez a better chance to go to Boston than any of these other guys leaving. But my prediction for him is he'll stay in Arizona. I think he'll get five years. Five years and $125 million. That's still a good payday. Still a great payday. So we'll see what happens with pitchers and catchers reporting one week's time. Baseball season is around the corner. Spring is around the corner. Let's enjoy it. All right, guys, I'll be back with some WWE talk when I, when I come right back. All right, let's Jim and I am back. I'm here to talk about WWE. Here's the last segment of my podcast episode today. So we had Raw and SmackDown. Monday Night Raw was a good episode. Um, you saw a shock of a shock of a win when you saw Elias get the pin on John Cena in a triple threat match, and I believe they truly did that because um, they're trying to get Elias over. They're trying to continue to push him, make him more of a legitimate star and the win over a 16-time world champion triple threat match or not is a big deal and that continues Cena's long list of putting people over here within the last couple years and you got to give credit to him John Cena could be sitting there saying you know what screw it guys I want to go for my 17th title and he's not doing that he's putting people over he's trying to help build new stars and that's a great sign for WWE you know, for years to come. Why he's there, if you can use the star power that he has to help get superstars over and make them stars, why don't you do it? So I think WWE is doing the right thing here. And this is why I think that ties into Cena's 17th World Heavyweight Championship run. He will get that title. He will break the record. I'll be shocked if he does not. I think WWE will reward him for all the hard work he's put in, especially with putting people over. And they will reward him with a 17th title run. That's what I believe will happen. John Cena is one of the greatest WWE superstars of all time. His resume speaks for itself. 
what he did for Elias was a big deal. Elias is going to be better for it, and he's going to be huge. He's doing an awesome job on the main roster, and he'll just continue to get better. And we'll see where Elias goes from here, especially around WrestleMania time. Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan had a tag team title match against the bar, but as you saw, Jason Jordan could not go. So Roman went with Seth and Jason Jordan and inadvertently cost Roman and Seth the tag team championships. And then Jason Jordan, we find out, has had, has had neck surgery. We wish him nothing but the best and we hope he comes back soon stronger than ever so where does this leave Seth Rollins Roman Reigns has his own thing he has to do for the elimination chamber and going after Brock I think Seth from what I'm understanding is going to team up with Finn Balor at house shows now whether that translates into bringing them together on Raw and Seth stays in the tag team or whether he goes single we'll find out Smackdown was great we saw a good title match, Bobby Roode against Rusev, which ended after Roode pinned Rusev. But then Randy Orton comes back. Boom, boom, boom. RKO's all three of them. That's Roode, Rusev, and Aiden English. Rusev Day continues to get over. The crowd loves it. Me, personally, I'm getting burnt out of Rusev Day, but you know what? The crowd's enjoying it. WWE's making a big mistake letting him take a pinfall loss like that. You need to turn him face... But the way the crowd energizes with him, turn him face, let him go on a rampage. Let him be a baby face that takes no names. I'm sorry, that takes names and doesn't take any crap from anybody. Hmm. And then the wrap up. We're going to wrap this up. AJ Styles will defend his title now in a triple threat match. What in the world's going on with Daniel Bryant? What's he doing? Is this just all a setup? Is he going to turn on Owens and Zayn at Fastlane? We'll find out. Um, AJ Styles should retain the title. He's moving on to WrestleMania to face Nakamura. WWE will not take the title off of him. I guarantee you that. WrestleMania time, AJ and Nakamura will headline WrestleMania the way it should. You got my money on that. So I hope you guys have enjoyed my podcast this week. I will be back tomorrow to do another one and then Saturday hoping that I'll have Lane with me by then to and we'll, we'll just go over WWE stuff and we'll give our Wrestlemania predictions so that's where we're headed there here in the next few days I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week have a great Wednesday have a great Thursday and Friday we'll be back to you guys on Thursday talk to you soon Hey, it's AT. Just wanted to reach out and say thanks for favoring my station. It is much appreciated. Hi guys, this is Emily from the Create U86 podcast, and you're listening to the JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast here on Anchor.